0: Welcome to the Church Digital Podcast. Through this podcast, we'll talk about the technological innovations within the church. But more than tech for tech itself, we'll address deeper questions. Is disciple making possible digitally? How should we approach the digital mission field? Can a biblically grounded church operate in digital space? Oh, and where does the metaverse fit into all this? Whether you're a big or small church, an established church or a startup church plant, the Church Digital's goal is to help churches like yours learn to be a multiplying church, digitally and physically. Our heart, that churches like yours would discover a newfound focus on disciple-making that will revolutionize your church. And now, here's your host, Jeff Reed.
1: All right, hey, everybody. It's episode 274, 274 of the Church Digital Podcast. Jeff Reed here, founder of the Church Digital, Digital Church Network. And uh, well, let's just say, Dave Ferguson signs multiple of my paychecks and therefore it is my pleasure to have Dave Ferguson on the show today. I have said it publicly many times, and Dave Ferguson, we trust. So therefore, I'm really going to love having this podcast conversation with Dave. Talk about well, we'll get into what we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Before we get there, hey, this season here, we're talking about taking your digital and metaverse ministry to the next level. And so to do that, we've really been tying all this together into our learning communities that we're running through Leadership Network. You see, we've got a, a digital learning community. We're helping churches that have digital ministry that are maybe broadcasting a church service online and maybe toying with the idea of small groups. We're really helping them take next steps beyond what they're doing, centered around the the weekend, looking at, hey, what digital community could look like, what maybe even digital planting looks like, starting to more better, I don't know if that's good English, more better understand what digital community is beyond just digital communication. Dave Ferguson is literally laughing at me. This This is is, is incredible. So hey, look, if you're interested in the digital learning community, it's leadnet.org slash DLC. Leadnet.org slash DLC. Metaverse, maybe you're interested in uh, exploring the metaverse, understanding what virtual reality and what churches are the, the huge missional opportunity that exists in the virtual reality space and so how to have conversations how to share jesus how to be the church in virtual reality wearing that new apple headset that's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks that everybody and their mother is going to pay three thousand dollars for i'm not kidding it's going to it's going to revolutionize things listen if you're interested in the uh, leadership network metaverse learning community that's leadnet.org slash MLC, Metaverse, learning community for that one. We've got incredible uh, co-leaders in this. It's going to be a great learning community. Oh, and did I mention the Metaverse mission trip? Now you have to go back to some past podcasts to understand how we are challenging churches like yours to go on a mission trip into virtual reality and how churches are already doing that. Organizations globally are doing that uh, alongside you with that. So some really awesome things. Leanout.org slash DLC for digital learning community, MLC for the metaverse learning community, and we'll put the links in the the show notes. Dave, how was that for commercials? Was that like, was it short, succinct? Was it too long? Like, give give me some criticism.
0: Uh, That was awesome. Number 274,
1: huh? Dang. Two seven four. I, I I don't. I, I wanted to. I wanted to call this to your attention. You sound like Kerry Newhoff. I, I, no 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 Kerry Newhoff. Well, Kerry Newhoff's been doing a lot. I and Kerry Newhoff is you know funding behind what he's doing. Uh, but what uh, what's interesting is I had you on. This is years ago for the ten thousandth podcast. Like your episode was the ten thousandth podcast play that we had had through the church digital, and, and just a week or so ago. By we, oh, by, let's be honest. By by accident, accident. <laughs> it's not like you're going. Hey, ten
0: thousand. We should get Dave Ferguson on to celebrate. No, it was like, oh crap! Look, we just wasted our ten thousandth episode on Ferguson. That's what happened.
1: Oh, the <laughs> the humility in the room. This is so great. But we had we just hit a hundred thousand plays. <laughs> just the truth. Yeah, hundred, that's awesome. Hundred, so listen, that, that's up. Uh, that was exciting for us. Um, when we we've been doing this pre-COVID, we we started twenty. I, I want to say 2018 or 2019. I'd, I'd actually have to go back and look. And uh, it's been a, a lot of. That's
0: that's 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 good timing for what you're pushing here. Yeah,
1: it was it's it's been a lot of learnings. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, you have been on three times, I believe. And so we're we're excited to have you on here for for number three here. And and you know it's funny. I just got a text. And I'm
0: go ahead. And I'll tell you what. Let me let me give you a little plug, okay? And I'll tell all your your audience too. Um, I, this goes back to one of our initial conversations. I do feel like for some reason, uh, God's favor is on you. And he's kind of like teed you up for such an important, I think, mission and part of the mission uh, during this, this season of the life of the church. So um, I, I think it's pretty cool to get to be Jeff Reed. Yeah,
1: I, um, I if every once in a while, God gives little sneak peeks. Um, I I, I don't yep. think I've got the full vision in sight, uh, but just little glimpses of what he's working on, and uh, and to be honest, I'm I'm struggling to keep up, and so like it's yeah. it's going to be really exciting, I, I think the next couple months, as as some of these uh, opportunities and some of these these God things start to actually like come to fruition. Uh, some of the conversations now, you know, here in the U.S. and even globally, like it's uh, literally I had a conversation. I don't even think that I've updated the, the new thing team on this yesterday, but I had a conversation yesterday that I, I just about fell out of my seat uh, when, it, when it was done. Let's hear it. Huh? Oh no no I, I can't say it. I'm, give me a little hint. Come on. I, I'm not, I can't. No 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 you can't do that to me. I mean like futurist is like
0: one of my top strength finders and it's like you're teasing me. So give us give us a little bit of something. to okay, go Okay.
1: So let's why the why the
0: adrenaline rush from yesterday's conversation.
1: I, I had a not even a Christian tech company yesterday. I had a full on tech company um, offer me a, a, a full time job. Um, nice and, and, and,
0: and why why what was it so com- what was so compelling that they're going like hey we need Jeffrey we got to pay him bucks we got to pay a full salary what was what what was the
1: a tech company is trying to launch 1800 to 5500 churches in virtual reality in the next 12 months not a christian tech company a tech company that's developing a virtual reality platform wants to see church engagement to the point where they're asking for 1800 to 5500 churches to get launched on their platform
0: and i'm guessing for them they just
1: said this is an untapped market there's there's huge opportunities to use the 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 religious in that space to drive engagement into their platform there's you know there's a monetary uh, subscription to use the platform i mean yeah. this is not benefactor from top to bottom but uh incredible opportunities uh, there and so that's i mean that, that that's just that's just one really small and i'm like okay i'm, I'm not i'm not taking a full time job like we got we got to figure this out i, I got a nonprofit let's run it through that let's create a partnership like we're we're kind of talking through some of this now um but this is and and they're looking for opportunities to like engage into uh, to get better connected in the, in the Christian space and to get connected to churches and and Christian tech companies for integrations. And, and and so, yeah, like there, there's just this, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep talking. And that's, that's one of Dave, uh, I'll just be honest with you. And and when I'm doing this recording right now, uh, I'm having nine conversations like that in the next two weeks. Uh, of just nine different, either Christian organizations, Christian tech companies, corporations, non-Christian corporations that are interested. Like, there's there's this wave of. That's what I'm saying. This is glimpses of God, because I, I mean, listen, yeah. I I I love that you respect me and said what you just said. I am a freaking AVL guy who who just happened to stumble in front of a camera during COVID, and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh Jeff." And so humbly, yeah. you know, I'm going to do the humble brag here, except this. Like, how cool is yeah. it? How cool?
0: No, no, but it is. How cool it is that God, I mean, you know, and like you love this stuff as much as anybody. How cool is it that God goes, like, you know what? Just for grins, I'm going to let Jeff be kind of one of the leading voices, if not the leading voice in the world in this stuff.
1: And that's um, it's pretty awesome. That it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and just to see, honestly, just to see God move through it um, because this thing has blown away. Today, like no, I'm before today, but where I sit in this chair right now, never in my wildest dreams did I imagine I would be in this chair having this conversation, do 275 podcasts, talking with Dave Ferguson after writing a book based on Dave Ferguson's stuff, championing this idea, talking to all these corporate. Oh, and to be honest, Several of these corporations I'm talking with. The reason I'm talking with them is because I wrote this book with Dr. John Harris, based on Dave Ferguson's oh, that's stuff. Awesome. Like that, you're the, the Sharing Jesus online book was really the front All right. door. Hey, I'll tell you what,
0: and I know that's where we're going to go next, right? That's where we're going to go next because that's what you said you wanted to talk about. But I do think we should have a conversation because my hunch is you're really good at the sales part of this, attracting people's attention, correcting interest. Maybe new thing, we got to figure out a way how we can help because if you've got nine of these in the pipeline, I mean, who, who's the person who come alongside you and actually, you know, the same way you kind of already told me, you, you know, you, you get someone else finally now to do your finances because it's like you suck at it. Who, who can we get to actually operate? You know, like you're kind of the visionary. Where do we find an integrator who can actually make these things hum?
1: Yeah, um, it's so funny you said the word integrator. We're we're actually, right. I know that's that's getting that's exactly that's the that's the approach that we're using. We read this is so good. I mean, this this is nothing to do with the podcast. We want to have ladies and gentlemen, but this is this <laughs> is meaningful to you. Um, the, the book. And I know this I, is a coaching session yeah, right like now. Like traction. Here we go. Um, yeah. Tra- have you been? Reading no, we the EOS we read that a year ago. And so we were, yeah. DC, and we were toying with that idea. We couldn't find, we honestly, we couldn't find the integrator. And so we really did not have uh, the opportunity to explore it because we just, we didn't have the right personnel at the right time to implement that system. And, and Dave, I don't, I don't think I told you this story. Um, so uh, the, there was a guy that reached out to me right after Exponential Orlando now, this is funny. We we're are at, we're at Exponential Orlando, and, and you know, we had a bunch of gamer guys that were kind of hanging out with, with, with yeah. the, the Digital Church Network. And, um, and so we did a podcast with them. You can go back and listen to it. It's in, in season four or something. But we, um, one night during Exponential, I think it was the Wednesday night, um, we got all the gamer guys together at, at a guy who lived in Orlando. His name's Bernie's house. Bernie uh, Mapili. We got it together well, at Bernie's house. And we invited over He Gets Us. Um, Glue came over to meet with these gamer guys to talk about how we can get He Gets Us into gamer culture. So after Expo, I get a call from Bernie. I really don't know Bernie at all um bernie says to me he says jeff uh he says you're like you you and i are like the same person you don't know me but i'm really passionate about a digital church gamer church he's really he's he's an entrepreneur he's created all these businesses he's trying to do this stuff and he said i don't understand how you got he gets us in my living room at 10 o'clock at night on a wednesday night for three hours to talk about gamers like how you have that influence and and i told i told him the same thing i'm telling you i'm like hey I, i don't I don't, I don't know how to do this. Like this, I can't, I can't brag about this. This is just a God thing. This is, and uh,
0: Bern, you're, you're, you're unconsciously, you're unconsciously competent.
1: But this, this is what's funny. Ber- Bernie says to me, instead of me, instead of Bernie trying to do what he's doing, because he's been struggling to really make the impact at the church level, business level is incredible. Church level, he's like, it's, it's not, it's not happening. So, so Bernie says to me, I'm bragging about Bernie here. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Jeff. I want to work for you, for free. I, I essentially he's like I want to be your integrator for your business for the for the business side for the ministry side of, of what you're doing. And so Bernie came on. Uh, we we onboarded Digital Church Network. We went from four leaders to fifteen leaders like overnight over the span of like four weeks. Just building these infrastructures, these systems, recruiting these leaders, and, and it's so exciting now to see people like understanding the vision of this thing. And and it's like, I don't, I, Jeff don't have to tell them what to do. They are challenging. I had one of my guys, one of my, one of my uh, four R's, one of my R directors, my my relationship guy, he challenged me down. He shot an idea that I had down. And the funny thing was he used my exact words to do it. Like when he was done telling me no, and I heard what he said, I was like, I told you to say that. Like, I told you that. I taught you that. He's like, yes, I actually listened to you. And you're right. So do what right. you say. And so it was, it was really funny. I, I do. I, I love the season. I love, um, I love where ministry is taking. And uh, the friends at New Thing ha- have been incredible and will continue to be incredible, I'm, I'm sure, as our relationships uh, grow through it. So, hey, you know what? We are like 20 minutes into this podcast, or 15 minutes into this podcast, and we actually really want to talk about the, the topic at hand. Uh, and so, Dave- You know, hey, I, have a, I have a question, yes. though. you do my, this my every time I have you on the show. I want to acknowledge this. I bring you on for a topic, and you're like, no, 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 forget the topic. We're just going to go off. No, my,
0: <laughs> my question is, you know, you wrote this great book, but where's Dr. John Harris- He's supposed to be here. Yeah. So,
1: Doctor John Harris literally just entered the room right now. Doctor John, you want to say hey? There he is. Look at that.
2: Hey guys. <laughs> I am not sure what happened there.
1: <laughs> Doctor John, uh, was, we've, uh, sp- we've been
0: filling we've been filling time waiting for the expert to get here.
2: Oh well, then I'll, I'll wait with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good time.
1: So, uh, yeah, this podcast was supposed to be three, and Dr. John um, is is jumping on. He got caught up in some other things, but we're excited to to have him on, uh, John. We've been. Uh uh randomly talking you you'll have to go back to the, listen to this podcast to actually understand what we've been talking about in the scope we've been kind of all over the map just uh, maybe intentionally stalling for you to have this converse first to have this conversation together centered around um blessed practices how to bless the church sharing jesus online digital and 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 really you know John we we launched the book back in uh January mm-hmm. yeah January. January January 4 months ago and uh you know it's gotten a lot of attention online. We've seen we've seen a lot of success with it. Uh, a lot of exposure with other organizations. A lot of questions now being asked about digital missionaries in, in places that I know it wasn't talked about before. And so, um, you know, I wanted to bring us together, the, the three of us, because you know, doc, uh, Dr. John, we didn't we didn't have Dave I, when we did develop the marketing plan for the book. It never occurred to either of us to like have a conversation with Dave Ferguson. I just we probably probably should have had a conversation with Dave Ferguson and say, hey, why don't you do a podcast with us like when the book launches? No, that didn't make sense. So we'll do it after the fact and, and, and enjoy the, the greatness of, of that. So, uh, so hey, both of you, thanks for jumping on, on this podcast and, and, and joining in. So Dave, uh, I'd love to just you know dig in with you a little bit. We're going to spitball back and forth between the two of you guys. But uh, sure. where did the, where'd the concept of, of bless, it, it maybe even a, a summarization, a little bit of bless, but where'd this concept come from?
0: Uh, I think in some ways it goes way back kind of came from some of my own frustration with trying to share uh the good news share the love of God and Jesus with the people that I love my neighbors uh whether it's the neighbors right next door or where you live you know where you work where you play I literally like I remember when I like as a, as a as a as a young leader actually even as a even when we were first planting the church or no before that I'd say I I was one of those guys who was super on fire. And I mean, I would do like, I would do like street evangelism. I would do, um, things that, um, uh, where I'm going door to door. Uh, basically I was just harassing people and answering questions, uh, that, that they weren't asking and was being, you know, just obnoxious. And, um, And I found, you know, I found out that that didn't work. And so I kind of swung the other way and I said, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to live my life like Jesus and see if, you know, that makes an impact. And so didn't use any words and kind of just uh, tried to do the right thing. And my neighbors thought I was a good guy. My neighbors, I think, liked being my neighbor. They liked having me as a neighbor, but it also didn't result in me getting to share uh, Jesus with them. And so it was really a result of that frustration. And by that point, I'd already planted a church and I was going, okay, there's got to be a better way both for me and for the people in my church. And there were, there were a couple of different things that happened along the way that really kind of pointed us towards these blessed practices. But essentially at the very beginning, it came out of my own frustration of like, you know, trying to kind of shoot people with my gospel gun or just passively do nothing. And neither one of those worked.
1: Uh, and so, bless practices uh, begin with prayer. Uh, listen uh, now the, in the physical book. the, the book that that uh, Dave and, and his brother John wrote. Uh, it's um, eat together, the physical expression of, of eating to build a relationship, and it's then serve, and then it's share. Uh, share Jesus. Share your Jesus story. That's that's the acronym of, of bless. And, and 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 Dave, your book published on this. I know. I think you were doing it before. The book published, but the book published in what, 21, 20,
0: 2020? Yeah, 21. Yeah, we, now we probably, I mean, and we went through a couple of different iterations that didn't work um, around that. Um, but then we, we probably were, we'd probably been doing this at community and then other places for uh, eight years before we ever published the book. So it's, it's not like something that was kind of like a theory and going like, hey, let's, get, let's just write it up and see if it works. Then we began to see it work and really in real people's lives. And uh, so we, we probably did it eight years before we published the book in 2021.
1: All right. So I, I got to ask this because I had no idea there were iterations. Yeah. What was the biggest screw up? What was the biggest, oh, crap, that's not going to work. Um, what was the biggest lesson in the iterations?
0: Oh, uh, we had, I mean, they, they weren't really that interesting, but we did. Like, I remember before that, we, were, we, we brought our whole staff team together, including the spouses, because we wanted to kind of start with them. We felt like we were going to change the culture, start with them. And we had like two or three questions we wanted you to ask every week, and they were interesting, but they they didn't they weren't as sticky um, as this. And it was pretty quickly when we kind of started using the blessed stuff, the blessed practices, and then we started with the staff. Then we began to unfold into other key leaders and influenced our church. And then eventually, this is kind of, we even talk about how to change the culture. Uh, eventually, then the whole church. Um, it really got traction. And so, but there, yeah, there were a couple of them that were, nope, that's not gonna work. Let's start over again. Yeah,
1: and, and then that leads us up to, you know arguably one of the greatest moments of my 45-year-old life. Uh, when uh, 2022, Dave Ferguson walks up to me and says, hey, Jeff, you know what? You should write a book. Uh, and um, uh, we had the opportunity uh, to write uh, uh, Sharing Jesus Online. Uh, which is a, it was a book that was based off of blessed practices, based off of Dave's framework, uh, Dave and John's framework, and, and poured it over. And I, at the time, uh, did not think I had the capacity to write the book on my own. I was in the middle of writing another book uh, on virtual reality churches. And I was like, hey, you know what we should do? We should totally bring in a co-author into the situation. And that's where Dr. John Harris— who is having internet issues uh came into the conversation <laughs> i'm like Stop. now that's now that is ironic right? <laughs> this there. is the biggest trade wreck of a, po- of a podcast i'm literally i'm watching john like come on the screen and come off and come on and come off and and uh, and so the question i was about to ask is dr john talk about the book and so let me i got i gotta bring him back in hopefully we're gonna get him in the next five seconds if not i'm gonna answer John's question for him, John, Doctor John Harris, lead pastor of Hearts Like His, a, uh, a Facebook primarily Facebook church uh, that's online currently, a discipleship movement. Maybe some would call it that. But hey, John, talk to us a little bit. Um, you know, at, at, about the book, maybe the process for you for, for writing it, some of the experiences, um, what how we ported Bless into how we adopted Bless into digital uh, space. Like, what was what was that process like for you?
2: Yeah, I I think when uh, I, I had seen uh, Dave and John's book a few years ago, and even when I saw it then, I thought like this is this is the kind of thing that um, that Christians are looking for a a practical how to like what do I do? I don't need to hear more sermons about why it's necessary to, to to share Jesus. I know that we should do that. No one's telling me how. And so when I saw that book, I thought. It's very simple, practical, memorable, all of that. And so um, so that was just kind of like in the in in the back of my mind uh for a while as I thought, you know, that's a great in-person kind of kind of deal. And there are some elements of that that even in my own neighborhood, because I moved uh my family moved here in 2019, that I was implementing here, just just locally. Uh, t- like for me, um, I used to be the guy that's like I will live across the street from you. And if we see each other checking the mail, I'll wave. And that's pretty much it, you know? Um, and so when I moved here, there are principles about Bless that I had in mind that helped me to go, let me start connecting. Let me start being more intentional with, with, with conversations beyond, hey, how are you? Uh, so like now I know all my neighbors' names. I know their kids' names. I know their school, what they go to. One of them is my, a babysitter a, across the street. Really cool relationships. And so when we started Hearts Like His in January of 2021, uh, being online, and it first started off with us trying to target those who had left the church and things like that, really not shooting for um, the unsaved necessarily, but trying to um, uh, trying to turn around the trend of the rise of the duns and trying to be a part of the return of the duns. So you have these two groups of people that are really looking to be empowered, those who left the church but still love Jesus, and those who are still regularly attending the church. And so during COVID, it was a cool opportunity because everyone was all online, right? (laughs) Like everyone has left the church, so to speak. So in the midst of this pandemic, how can we equip people to take advantage of the evangelistic opportunities that are also online? Because not just Christians, but everyone else is looking. So we were looking at this book. And uh, just the idea to to um to put a tool like this in Christians' hands so they can do evangelism online, um, I just was like, yes, and thank you for the opportunity to be a part of of, of doing that. So um, so yeah, so that was kind of some of my rationale. And then you, you couple that with all of the um uh the the research, the reports, the statistics. About what people are doing online, looking for answers online, and all those kind of things with the rise of digital evangelism on all these different platforms that we're able to kind of bring together and share in the earlier parts, even throughout throughout the book. Like this is this is a game changer. And so we can answer that question, what should you do? Especially when you're spending a lot of time online and you're seeing comments come across your feed. You're seeing people reach out for help, but you're not a pastor. You're, you're, you're seeing people ask questions, but you might not know the, know the answer. So letting all these opportunities every day pass you by. And so I was like, man, if we can partner together and create something to answer that same question, what can you do online? That'll be huge. That'll be huge.
1: Totally. Yeah, and so the the book is available for download for free. Thank you to Exponential, but it's at sharingjesusonline.com. dot com, and so that that is a, is a PDF that you can download. It's a book you can buy uh, through uh, Amazon. Uh, I'm happy to say my mom was the first to buy the book. Um, uh, my mom uh, was uh, not the only person to buy the book. Like we've 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 had some some moderate success in downloads. You know, last I checked, there was well over a thousand uh, downloads on that. So I was I was kind of excited. A thousand people are, are are walking around with 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 the resource, right? It's a big step in the right direction. So definitely excited about where where we're going with some of this. And so you can check out the, the book sharing Jesus on, online for for that. Now, um, Dave, and, and if you listen to the first 15, 20 minutes of the podcast, you know, you've always been a huge supporter of 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 me, thank you, of, of but of digital and of, of recognizing, you know, a lot of people don't recognize the relational context of, of digital, but you've always been a proponent of of that in and supporting of that, or at least in, in my context of you. Where I'm curious though, where where did this like come from? why are you such a fan of digital? You don't often find a lot of lead pastors in your position taking the stance that you are. What 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 makes you the the unicorn here?
0: Uh, I don't know. Um, I think maybe in some ways I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I, I am a lead pastor, but I'm, I probably think more like an entrepreneur and uh, even on strength finders. I'm, I have, a, I'm high on the futuristic and it just seems obvious to me. It's just obvious to me that, um, for the church to move forward. I mean, and I'm, and this is what I've been telling people both through new thing and exponential is, I mean, yeah, there's still going to continue to be macro expressions. And I think there's a whole bunch, uh, you know, like our friend Rob Wegner and other people, there's gonna be a whole bunch of micro expressions, but the other part that we got to take into consideration is also meta expressions. And so we're going to, we're going to have all three. of And I think we need to think in terms of multiple expressions of church to reach all the people. And I mean, it's, it's the world wide web for Pete's sake. Okay. So it just, it, to me, it seems obvious. Um, you know, I mean, people are, I mean, people are building deep enough connections that that they're meeting each other and getting married most folks now that's how they meet people and that's how they start dating online so i mean it's like yes you can build relationships online and and yes you can build disciples online so i i i do think as church leaders um we either we need to both get on board and if we're not doing it ourselves the same way you may not champion like a church plant to a certain context because you're going like, well, I don't I really don't know anything about rural. I don't really feel comfortable in the city. I'm more of a suburban guy. Well, great. That's fine. But at least give your people permission and encourage them to do it and go there. And I think the same thing's true with the meta.
1: So, you know, a lot of, I mean, obviously there's a lot of pastors that, that don't have the vision that you have in this space. Um, one of the things that I love about Community Christian is you've run I, and I would love, what is actually the term, you know, Stadia used to call it multimodal, where you, there were multiple models of church that were operating, uh, you know, and so what What? does what community call that? Like, because you've, you've got the physical church, you're doing some things online, you're doing uh, micro church models, prison, like what? What? what's the term for the multiple streams kind of with that?
0: yeah we we actually talked about like before covid we would say we're one church with multiple locations now you'd hear us consistently say we're one church with multiple expressions
1: expressions multiple and
0: expressions. so those those yeah expressions those four right now are exactly what you said i mean there's the digital expression there's also the physical expression which is in our locations there's also in prison facilities through community freedom and then also our micro expressions and that's been really taken off
1: you know so after i'm a, i'm calling us in a post covid society hopefully that's Understood uh, but you know in this season, a lot of churches are focusing on what worked in the past. Uh, they, they want to simplify down to to one expression, um, but you're seeing I'm, I'm hoping and I'd love to hear about what success you're seeing multiple uh, and, and starting to have multiple expressions like you're you're, you're doing now. What would you tell a, a pastor, like how would you coach a pastor who's who's trying to go back and simplify towards uh, only one expression?
0: Well, I mean, I, I think you're leaving. I think you're, I think you're missing a lot of opportunity. A lot of opportunity in the in the language we use at Community Christian Church to help people find their way back to God. Um, I mean, like for I, I think ev- I, I I I bet every new person that showed up at a physical location of Community Christian Church, I mean, a hundred percent, have first experienced us digitally. They come and check out our website. They watch us online. And so at the very least, I mean, it's if you think in terms of just marketing, it's 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 top of the funnel for for reaching people at the very least. Now, having said that, though, we have some, and I tell people this, I mean, for some people, like community online, community.tv, I mean, for some of them, it actually is their home. And for those people, well, that's your home, we tell them we want you to have three connections. It's not good enough just to sit there and watch. Watch the video, okay? Every week and worship with that. No, we also want you. So that's your connection with God. We also want you to be connected in a small group, and that could be digital. But we also want you serving, and you guys are describing some of the ways you can serve online. So you, we want you to be involved in all three all three expressions. If you're going to be a disciple, but we do think that can happen that way. Um, but the other thing that's pretty that's also, and it's a little off topic a little bit. But what we've done with the micro expressions, which does integrate really with the digital is really exciting. I mean, right now, I think in the last oh, wow. 19 or 20 months, we've been able to start 31 uh, micro churches. Some of them are local, like in Chicago. Some are local in Chicago. Some are across the country, but others are in places like India and Uganda because those folks or participate in our community online. We advertise our microchurch training and they say, hey, can we be a part of it? And we say, absolutely. And so they get the training and then they also, they say, hey, we would like to start a community microchurch. And then what we do is we give them ongoing coaching after that. And I'm telling our staff too, because I think last count, there's about 900 folks weekly that are part of our micro expressions micro churches, And what I'm telling them, I'm going like, listen, this, this I'm telling our staff that this would, this is like our third largest lo- physical location <laughs> and there's a good chance. Well, seriously, you got 900 folks, right? And I said, and, and you know, and you know, a year from now or two years from now, it'll probably be our largest expression. So don't keep putting it off the side like, oh, that's a cute thing we do. And by the way, I mean, how much money does it cost us? I mean, we got one staff person who's also a, a location pastor, who, uh, Rodrigo Cano, who's brilliant at this, who does the training and a lot of the coaching. And then we've given, I mean, I think maybe, I don't know, I think maybe he spent $20,000. I compare that to like what it talks you typically cost to launch a location or a church with a macro you know i mean you're spending a half million dollars and all that kind of stuff so i'm yeah so but I, it's kind of cool because it is a micro or micro churches but we're actually doing the training you know digitally and that's and it's using that platform that's making it happen which is pretty cool
1: john as, you, as you're hearing this you know I, I know obviously digital plays plays a big part with what you're doing um what uh, what advice, what counsel, what, what coaching would you offer to, to a pastor who is struggling with, with digital and, and really embracing in that?
2: I, I think I would, I would begin with asking some questions. Uh, like, what is it? I mean, typically when a leader, whether in the church, outside the church, is really struggling with some kind of new idea or innovation or, you know, opportunity, there's a fear there. So I think helping an individual identify, like, what, what are you most concerned about? What are you, what are you afraid could go wrong? What are you afraid of losing? Uh, what are you, you know? And then kind of explore that. And once we get there, then look at how these opportunities. Uh, I mean, to kind of reframe what these opportunities look like. And so, um, if we actually put the mission first, and we think about uh, opportunities for in-person church multiplication and micro church multiplication, and then uh, and, and and the the potential for lives to be changed that way. And then talk about the opportunity for that to be exponentially, uh pun intended, uh, <laughs> multiplied <laughs> online. I mean, think about once people wrap their minds around digital micro churches. I mean, you can you you can just imagine <laughs> what what can happen online with digital micro churches once people, especially in the pews, you know, so to speak, uh, understand that one, it's biblically valid and legitimate. Like, this is kingdom work. And then number two, they can do it. Number three, it doesn't have to look like Sunday morning. It can be four or five people. It can be all around the world at any time. I mean, just the, the opportunities for digital evangelism and discipleship are massive if we actually put mission first. And so, uh, so when talking to pastors who might stumble over little pieces of it, I want to know what part of it are you stumbling over and how does your ecclesiology need to shift and how does your missiology need to shift? I mean, that that's where the, the conversation really is. And once people go, OK, you know, uh, go and make disciples in all the world. OK, um, it, it's really easy to have a conversation about the opportunities online once we deal with whatever hurdles or obstacles that are mentally, maybe even theologically with uh, with doing it online. I'll tell you what I, I want to jump
0: in there. I think you made a good point, John. I think one of the things that does get in the way of a lot of pastors is their ecclesiology, and you know, so that's kind of a ten dollar word for what how you what you think makes up a church. And I think one of the, maybe one of the things that's made it simple, for us a community, is we would define church this way: a community of people on mission together, where Jesus is king. If you got those three parts, a community of people. On mission together, like you said, missions first. Where Jesus is king. Okay, no, he's Lord, so he gets to decide what happens here. If you got those three parts, you got a church, and so that's why for me, it's a real. It's it's not a, it's not a it's not a long leap to go like yeah, you could do this on Facebook, you know, you could you you could you could do this you know online,
2: you could on Discord or whatever platform you decide to use. Mm -hmm. And to to uh, to add to that, I think the idea there is. Typically, when a pastor is stumbling over a digital church, they have a more complex view of what the church is. Once you simplify it, then it's really easy to see the opportunities to have that expression on online. Number one. And then number two, when we begin to share life change stories about what's happening online. Then that also, to, that also is another way to help uh, pastors think mission first and go, man, okay, look. if a person's life is being changed, like God did something, There's a clear moving from A to B, I was blind and now I see, and I'm connected to a community that's helped me grow in faith. Like what pastor, what pastor, (laughs) you know, argues with that and goes, ah, I don't see God in it. I don't know what, you know, so, so I think simplifying the ecclesiology, I think sharing life change stories of, of salvation, of discipleship. Of people being free from stuff. Um, those are the two main things I would, I would do once we talk about what is that, what, what is your fear? So those are things I would say to Kevin. And, and I've seen it happen. I've seen pastorship. I was talking to a group of pastors and church consultants on one occasion. And as I was sharing what was really going on, they, they, they also began to think to, to see, uh, the opportunities here for, for what God's doing online.
1: You know, I, it's, um, I've heard, I've heard Ed Love, uh, Dave, what what denomination is Ed love with? Uh, I, I'm I'm just blanking right now. Do you know Do I have to top of your head? Um, of course, I'd call you on it. You don't. I'm sorry. Um, no, that's all right. I, but I, I've heard him talk. I did a podcast with him Guess a what? while back. Guess what? You I have, have Google. I
0: have the internet. Yeah, here. I figured it out while I'm talking.
1: <laughs> but Ed, you know, Ed used the term. It's funny. It's not minimal ecclesiology because minimal indicates you're, 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 you're getting rid of stuff. Wesleyan. Wesleyan. He's a Wesleyan. He's a Wesleyan. I should God. know that.
0: Cause they're like one of the biggest
1: groups that comes exponential. Yeah, there you go. Gosh, God, God love the Wesleyan people. Thank thank you. I'd love, but yeah. he uses the term essential ecclesiology, you know, it's, and it's, it's that boiling, yeah. you know, boiling it down to what's essential as opposed to, you know, hiding and, and minimalizing what's, what's sweeping away. You know, it's, we're doing a podcast season here. We're talking about next level. Moving beyond the weekend service, and just this conversation is is ironic to me because three of the six episodes I didn't plan it, but three of the six episodes have churches that are that are really strong in digital microchurch that are using digital for a microchurch strategy. We've had Tyler Sansom on was earlier, and First Capital Christian Church anywhere they've got. A small church of like eight hundred, I say small, medium sized church of eight hundred people has like twenty five micro locations in addition to all sorts of other crazy stuff Tyler's doing. Uh, Jay Crand is on next week, and you know, and I know Jay through Saddleback has is is moving towards uh, a decentralized model as well, in addition to what they're doing in the physical space. And so there's a lot of opportunities for churches to think differently with how digital is and the move beyond just doing that streaming service. Which is really the heart of what we're trying to do with, with the learning communities, leadership network, which is why we were at like Tyler. Hey, Tyler, come in and, and, and co-lead this with us and, and try to help us get, um, get going with this to help churches understand how to move beyond just broadcasting that service and doing something more tangible, more missional, more evangelic with, uh, with the, the digital tool. As, as a matter of fact, uh, the, the sharing Jesus online book um you know we i've talked about this actually it's written up uh in a positive light and a negative light by relevant magazine uh but we are we're doing a uh a, some, some mission trips into the metaverse we're we're helping churches go and take their people on on, on a mission trip we did a podcast on, on this earlier uh, this year as well but looking at um uh and you know instead of buying a, a plane ticket to go to i don't know Belize to go on a mission trip to Belize you know, instead of missing that week's worth of work and spending the hotel and getting your visa and passport, all that, we're challenging people to go buy a Oculus 2 for $350 and, and, and to literally, the training is the book, Sharing Jesus Online, which you can download for free and, and learn how to do the blessed practices in virtual reality. We're literally challenging people to get a headset, go into the metaverse, and 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 learn how to share Jesus relationally with, by the way, people in virtual reality are far more interested in having a conversation than people in physical space. You go up to somebody at Starbucks and start a random conversation, there's a possibility, especially here in Miami. A, there's a decent chance I'm going to get an f bomb. Virtual reality, you're not going to get f bombs. Like it just it doesn't work that way. They want to talk. <laughs> that the, some of these world, like there's literally a world that's called VR chat, and it's not called chat because of anything else, other than the fact that people want to talk in that world. And so there's opportunities. To start the dialogue in, in new ways through it, and so check out the learning community uh, leadnet.org/dlc digital learning community leadnet.org/mlc for the metaverse learning community, and uh, more information uh, is is there on that. Well, well, guys, we have we packed a lot in here in into this podcast, Doctor John, your tech held up. We're very excited about that. Thanks for thanks for coming in.
2: In man, it was it was kind of crazy, but I'm glad to be able to participate a little bit, and I'll be, <laughs> so I appreciate the opportunity to hang out with you guys.
1: Very cool, and and Dave, it's it's always a pleasure. So maybe, maybe as we're, we're landing the plane here, uh, a brief moment, Doctor John, any closing thoughts on your side?
2: I would just encourage uh, uh, pastors to, and hopefully, this discussion has helped them kind of think um, outside of any box that they have been in. I think. To some degree, all of us are in some kind of box. That just box gets bigger, um, and we, in the Holy Spirit, is just want to put mission first, mission first, mission first. And so, to see opportunities online as well—to to to not just be a, a threat to in person, but a supplement, an additional extension of, of the ministry. And um, so, in person can launch into digital, and and digital can actually create some in person uh, relationships. So we had one house church start. Start from a house like his and the house church planted another, another house church all from starting digital. I mean, that person is in Colorado. I'm in California. And so, um, there's just so many things that God's doing and, uh, uh doing it online is an opportunity to, see, to be a part of what He's doing globally, uh, in the most least expensive <laughs> way possible. <laughs>
1: Very cool. So we've had we've had four people on that that are doing mic microchurch. I didn't realize you had grown to to a microchurch level yourself. That's cool. Dave, as as we're landing the plane here, in any closing thoughts on your side?
0: Yeah, my my closing thought is I I see why you recruited Dr. John to co-author this book with you. No kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nicely done. Very very cool. The se- the secret was was that um I probably wrote the first draft of the book. I probably wrote 60% of the book and Dr. John wrote 40% of the book. And uh, by the time that the, the final version was, was written, Dr. John had probably written about 70% of the book (laughs) and I'd probably written about 30. So he, uh, at some point he flipped the switch and it was like, boom, all Dr. John all over the place. And I just, I'll, I'll publicly say it like it is so much better than what I was drafting on my side. So it really came out well. So you can check out the book, Um, You know, obviously, Dave with Exponential, with Leadership Network, with Community, with New Things, so many different hats and opportunities there. And it's a pleasure to work inside that ecosystem uh, that is so supportive of uh, digital church, digital discipleship, digital ministry. Um, and, and seeing dave and uh and family and friends over there in that in those those worlds. Um, really champion and get behind some of the work that's happening here. It's been a blessing. And, and so I, I consider it a joy to know both of these guys, uh, Dr. John and, and Dave, have been influential for me in the past couple years. And I'm looking forward to much more to come. Check out the learning communities. Check out the book. And uh, thanks y'all for joining uh, on the podcast. So for Dr. John, for Dave, this is Jeff with the Church Digital, Digital Church Network. Thanks for jumping on the pod here. See you next time on the show. Y'all have a good day.